said this is the one thing we didn't want, want to happen. happen. Yeah. I've seen that that bit, the, the meme is the, uh, the, the, yeah. and, and the way that like they illustrate the text with all the different fonts is it's very very funny, but it's also like. I guess this show's way, really ahead of its time. But, but the thing that gets me about it, I suppose, that really kind of shocked me is that, like, they've made up fake nonce characters that sort of play the roles in this thing. It's like, like this guy, this, this, whoever this person is, and it's an actor playing this random guy or whatever. Like the, the, the joke that, like, this guy was beaten up in prison and is a quadriplegic. They use a much more vulgar term. Uh, and they uh but like but you know you don't know like he's gonna be released from prison and he's brain dead in a coma and quadriplegic but uh scientists may have built a mech suit for him and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. here's like an artist rendition of what this would look like a yeah like, like pedophile in a mech suit running across a park chasing children who yeah, are screaming yeah and it's like so that's a fictional character but the fact that they actually used a real child murderer as part of the, that to me i was like god damn like sensitivities were obviously different and this got a fuckload of complaints but that was yeah we'll get into the controversy that that was that was one of the things even because that's the jump that's literally the very beginning is that bit and i had heard about this episode but i was like when i watched it, i was like oh fuck they're really this is really like going to uh especially like disregard the standards of the time which i mean to be real with you i barely remember i was i was what i would have been like 16 when this came out well, and also in America, which had extremely different standards, yeah. Now, though, you watch this, and just from the beginning, like, the reaction I was having this whole time was sometimes I was laughing, sometimes I was like, nah, it's not that, that funny of a joke. But pretty much the entire time, I was like, how on fucking earth did this get made, even it's, in 2001? It's pretty funny. I mean, well, the thing is, I think, bizarrely, whilst this would in, be less shocking to a lot of audiences now, it would actually be harder to make. I think the, the media culture in the UK has circled the wagons even more. Like in 2001, there was more room for stuff like this, where there was kind of a like, oh, yeah, you can take the piss or like whatever. But like now... I think the fact that there is a bunch of children playing children who are notionally either being chased by pedophiles or like being st- stood around or like the scene where they, the, the, the pro-pedophile activist group has attacked them and they, now they have the guy in the pillory and yeah 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 is, is it chris moore or uh it's not it's not chris chris morris is presenting it but the guy the guy in the stocks is a guy who he's he's in jam and some other stuff he's who's, who's, who's the, the guy doing the questioning though who's the host that, chris morris, that is that's chris, chris morris, morris. Yeah. and chris morris has a you know a small child actor in front of him he's like here's my son do you want to have sex with my son and the guy's like no i don't fancy him like doing that having the child and in a position where, I mean, if I recall the way it's shot, like the child's oh, standing yeah, it's there. Mark Heap, the guy in the stocks. The, yeah. ch- the, the, the child actor is standing there while he's delivering the line, so the kid can hear these jokes being. Oh wait, done no, it's and- Simon Pegg who's in the stocks. Mark Heap is 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 in another bit of the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. But the, but the point I'm trying to make is that like you couldn't do a thing like that now, even as a joke, even as satire with child actors, where like the kids are hearing the lines and stuff like that, like they're in the shot with as well as being delivered. Like that would I feel as though that would literally get you, in my opinion, literally get you shut down. Like, literally get you, like, potentially charged, arrested, all sorts of things. Like, people would lose their fucking minds. Yeah, it wouldn't... I don't think it would be a crime, but, like, it would certainly... Because I think the difference now... Because we'll get into the controversy in a bit, but, like, various, like, politicians at the time said stuff like, oh, this is in bad taste. But I feel like if if you did this now, you would have Tory backbench MPs specifically saying, like, 
your your secret pedophiles or like there would be like the kind of like the bleed of like facebook boomer shit would like i think because you see it now don't you with like oh the the railways are woke or whatever like like stuff has gone so insane i would also say too that there's been attempts to do stuff like this like there was a i can't remember the name of it that there's a woman who is a comedy writer in america and she i mean my impression is that she sucks and that she's actually not very well liked but she tried to do a series like this one time and it never got released but people have like aired the footage on twitter and like I know I'm being vague, but for one, I don't remember. I literally don't remember her name, and I don't want to just like Google in the middle of a recording. And secondly, like it, it, the point being, this was tr- this kind of thing was tried. It was in such bad taste. It was so unfunny, and yeah, it yeah, did yeah. actually use children uh, actors in it, or at least one child actor. And she, I believe that 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 actor later filed a lawsuit for like the the experience of having been put in this, not knowing what as a small child he was getting into. Uh, where it was like they're basically making fun of it. So like this this kind of thing now I think would just be very difficult. And and, and there's also a question like would you even want to like is it worth like, not a as, lot of people have the Chris Morris touch. Yeah, because this is this to me is like you're about to put your foot down taking one step over the line. You haven't quite done it, but there are some things also where I'm like yeah, I just I don't know. Like it's funny, but I think it's there are some things where I'm like, I don't necessarily know if I'd even want to like go there joking about that. Genuinely. I think I, I think the point, like maybe we should just recap it so we can actually talk about it in detail. So I, I think before we get into Peter Geddon itself, I think a good thing to start with is because um, I've seen all of Brass Eye, I mean, many years ago now, but the, the episode actually that I think about the most often is the drugs one from the first season. Because I think this is, it's such a like potent satire of uh, drug hysteria in the UK and, and it's still the fucking same. Like nothing has changed. Um, so there's this bit where basically they invent this fake drug called cake where the pills are like the size of like a small cake that you would get from a supermarket and they were like, pill this big, extremely strong. And again, they get loads of celebrities in to like say how dangerous this cake drug is and... Um, this is, there's this great bit where it's like one drug mentioned was a fictitious drug called cake described as being from Czechoslovakia despite the country no longer existing when the episode was screened the drug purportedly affected an area of the brain called Shatner's bassoon <laughs> <laughs> altering the user's perception of time then leading to massive water retention giving them something known as a check neck <laughs> um, and so they basically they get all of these people like uh, Noel Edmonds, Rolf Harris, Bernard Manning to do these like cake sized pill like yeah this is really dangerous make sure your kids aren't doing it. And then fucking David Ames, the Tory MP for Southend and Basildon, read read out a question about it in fucking Parliament. The man who was later murdered at a constituency surgery in what twenty twenty one? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, he was stabbed to death at a con- at his at his. Constituency surgery, yeah. Yeah, which just goes to show, you know, the British media, it all intertwines in the end. Um, That's, I mean, that's, I'm trying to think of something I can come up with where, as an example of this in America, and there might be some really obvious ones that I, as someone who like probably just didn't consume enough pop culture for a long enough time, could tell you about, about like fake, fake things like that that were taken seriously. Um, But I just, I, I, I don't know if there's an equivalent. I really don't think there's an I equivalent. feel like American politics has had less of these, like, I mean, there haven't been many hoaxes in British politics either, but in American politics, there's been a lot of stuff that's just made up, but people are going along with it. Like like the fucking Motley Crue satanic type stuff, like where it's just like, this is demonstrably insane, but it's being taken seriously. But it's not exactly a hoax. It's just like deranged. No, and I would say also in, in the United States, um, yeah, those kinds of things where people indulge 
uh, paranoid fantasies. They indulge like very, very strange, uh, cherry picked kind of views of the world. That's definitely a thing. But also, I would say too that like the Borat films, for example, being shot <laughs> in America. Yeah. One thing to bear in mind is that, like, you can see that obviously a lot of Americans are really credulous. I mean, I think like anyone else. Obviously, Brits are too, looking at Rass Eye. But, like, there were people who filed lawsuits against Sacha Baron Cohen for how they were portrayed in that. The first Borat movie is so good. It's, like, just, it's remarkable, the stuff that they get to do. I mean, that guy who's a senator is just, like, fucking insane. I mean, I just, the degree to which, yeah, I remember I saw the first Borat film in theaters and yeah i was just like i remember just thinking like how on fucking earth did you how, how did this get done like not in like a horror way but more in like this is are people really this this credulous and it's like yeah yeah they are mm. well and i had a similar thing about this peter geddon thing right yeah. i was like i had to go through and triple check because i was pretty sure that like all of the people taking part in the show were taking it completely seriously and had no idea it was a joke but i was like because some of the lines in it, I was like, surely. I had to like double check that none of them were plants who did actually know. But everyone who's not a cast member who's interviewed in this thinks it's real. And it's. Wait, if the you, thing about like. The, the, <laughs> the, the, are we talking about Neil Fox hammering a nail through a crab? <laughs> <laughs> or whoever it is saying that online pedophiles can emit, make your computer keyboard emit a scent that makes you like a toxic gas that makes you more suggestible and then richard blackwood smells his keyboard and goes i'm more suggestible already yes (laughs) i gotta be real with you dude i didn't i genuinely didn't realize i mean i knew about the phil collins thing yeah but i thought this was a mix and match of actors people taking the piss and people who were being duped i did not realize they duped it's when we get into the situation of like the controversies, it's going to get so funny because it is fucking insane. Peter Geddon itself, the structure of the episode, it's essentially, it's taking the piss out of kind of like hysterical, uh, pro- apparently a Channel 4 had aired dispatches about like pedophilia in general, like not long before. And that was kind of part of the genesis of it. 